This is S. <laughs> ole, ole. Hola. <laughs> Soy Joshua. Estoy Sierra. And welcome... How you feel where you are, always use the... I used it wrong. It's not Estoy. Is it's, that, it's soy. That's how you would remember Because a story is how you feel where you are. Always use the verb, a star. I learned that in mm-hmm. Spanish class. You know what soy milk is? Yeah. Milk saying, I'm milk. <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> there's a dad joke. <laughs> See, there's a joke. You could have told me around minute 45 of this podcast. If you liked that joke, <laughs> then this podcast episode is we'll not for you. We'll have zero dad have zero. jokes. But we've got some great information if you're hoping to land an internship with the Saints or just a job anywhere. Do what my brother says. I watched you, Josh, my entire life, and I've done the exact opposite, and I've been a success. Wow. And he has. That's... Good for but him. somebody has to go out there and make the mistakes for other people to learn. For sure. So yeah, we talked about some of the interviews, some specific stuff, and some just random. If you have a job interview, be prepared. If you ever wanted to know how Sierra got a shiner on her head, <laughs> then listen to our ping pong story. And if you're listening from Germany, hi, Avidazane. No, that's goodbye. <laughs> There's a big old fruit fly. That's. Also, it's like a pineapple. Flag. We talk about a lot of random sports. We do. It's a good one. Music. Why do you always have to announce the music? Because I, I like it when we talk over the music. Oh. And, and, and Joey plays a slight game of when should I start it? Because if they keep talking, now would be a, a wrong. No. Oh, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. Night is on. No contemplating. Bring in the magic. Let's light it up. This legend every time. Can't you feel a baby in this house of fun? Can't you feel a baby in this house of fun? Can't you be a baby in this house of fun? Can't you believe a baby in this house of fun? Hey, alright, you feel it in the air tonight. It's your life, you know you wanna live it right. It's not strange, for things are rearranged. No one to blame. It's all for the the game. Episode 16. Really? Wow. We've done this 15 times before this? 15 times before this. The 15 times before, it was, a, it was a cold week in November. Not any different than any other year. Daylight savings had started and oh, yeah. Sierra Bailey decided it's time to start interviewing people. <laughs> this is my new podcast intro voice. I, I was just going to say... Mystery. 15 episodes of these and just like all the games we've hosted I don't really remember anything nope, nope. about any of them nope. except I do remember you hate cricket I don't I don't understand cricket but it's one of those again a seven hour game I guess I'm gonna have a beer and it's seven one hours beer? later yeah it's just okay we're you have nothing better to do than to, to drink beer the people then... there must be super drunk during the games and I wonder if like how do you cut off sales like in baseball End of the seventh, you're done, done drinking, because the game's about to be over. Hopefully, well, cricket, how do you cut it off there? Cricket games don't have to end on one day. They can say, I know. We're, "We're gonna leave. We're gonna come back." And All of a sudden, they could just be like, "Oh, we're done for the day," and someone's halfway done with their beer, and it's like, "Well, that's not how it's supposed to work." You just leave your beer there for the next day and say, "This is where I was sitting," and this is. Can you imagine that? Hey, Ew. I'm Joshua. Will should we try that sometime? Should we just leave, leave a, beer a beer here for back. a week? And then we come back to it. Or you can just get me a Coors that, that uh, expired <laughs> in 2018. <laughs> Done. Done. Joshua Will, Director of Entertainment here at the St. Paul Saints. And mm-hmm. I am with... Sierra. Sierra, you've had a very busy week. You should see this week, though. Oh, it's yeah? even worse. That's Today's topic is interviewing. Darn. Skills tootin'. that you should have. Maybe. Things you should avoid. Yes. And possibly some stories... Maybe. Maybe some stories. What, um, so back when I used to make a living doing improvisational theater. And when I she said, doesn't make a living anymore. I, yeah, when, uh, I didn't make a living then. Um, there was a time we would go in for local commercials. Um, and we would always be the first people that they would see for casting. Mm. And, and they would be like, well, uh, we've got a lot of refrigerators here. And I'm just going to say it's an appliance company here in the Sears. cities. Nope. Um, but they also sell electronics. Best Buy. Um, I can't say that. Um, 
But they Geek Squad. They would have us goof around for about twenty minutes. What does that mean? Meaning, hey, maybe you want to get inside a refrigerator. Hey, maybe you want to talk about this. Maybe this this model sounds really funny. Maybe you're a wacky employee on the floor. And it took about three months where we realized none of us were ever getting cast in anything. But ideas that we were coming up with <laughs> were making it into the commercials. And so we you're were... You're like hamsters on wheels. There was a time where it was like, we're going to stop this. You know, thank you for appreciating what we do. Because we're idea generation, and you and I have talked about that before. But this this is BS. Don't don't have the the, the funny short guy come in and then bring in a tall, good looking guy to do his jokes. It's, well, clearly, if you're gonna fit in the fridge, the tall. I don't want to say good looking. You never know who they cast, but like for for the record, it was one of those floor freezers that you open from the top, like you would put in the basement and put a full deer in. Do it's, you have one of those? You know, I had one in my house when we moved in in 2001. I didn't open it for six months. Because it didn't work. It was, yeah. it was just kind of in the basement. And then when we started to bring our stuff in and remodel, I was like, what if there's a body in here? We have one. Um, well, I shouldn't say we. I haven't lived at my parents' house in many years you now. You have a body in your parents' house? No. They have a deep freezer. That's what it's called, right? Deep, deep freezer? freezer? Yeah. yeah. So. I, don't, I don't think people really do that anymore. Unless you're like a hunting family. Yeah. But my family's not a hunting family. I don't know. I just haven't seen people use those anymore. No. It, it's it, like people have two fridges. With two freezers. They don't have, like, one fridge in a big freezer. Our neighbor's throwing away his fridge, so we're going to throw that in the basement because we just have no room. we got, you know, five people in the house, and it's always going through milk and, and, and cheese and stuff like that. Um, but for the longest time, we've been using a um, college fridge mm -hmm. in the basement. Yeah. And the only thing it ever does is that little uh, freezer section yeah. that you can't put anything anyway. It's just this block of ice. That's where people bigger. hide their money. Yeah. They're like rolls of cash. That's where my daughter's... Did I, get, did I tell you the story about the umbilical cord? That you ate it? No, that we had it stored in the freezer downstairs. Something like that. Yeah, that's... that's we, we had it hidden up in that. That's similar to a body. So, I mean... Hmm. We found an umbilical cord. It is you, a crime podcast. You probably put like her first nail clippings with it, too. I have her hair, but not the clippings. That's, that's, a, little, <laughs> that's a little too far. And if, if you ever go back and look at like baby books and you see baby hair, it is so soft and fine. It's That's like, so oh, it's very cute. Weird. But you're also supposed to keep stuff like that in case. Are you though? In case something they're, sorry, if they're taken, you're, you're supposed to have maybe a print, maybe some hair, some DNA. I still have all my, uh, I all guess the kids' that makes baby sense. teeth. Yeah. All of them. I kept my teeth too. And it's disgusting because some of them have just like blood crusted on them. Yep. Uh, uh. <laughs> no. Uh, and did, have you ever have I ever shown you a picture of my daughter's shark tooth? No. A single, I mean, it was a pointy tooth came between her baby teeth mm. and pushed her baby teeth out. So now she just has one, like she could open beer cans. <laughs> and we, she could have been near can opener on Fourth of July. Tilda, come here. That's <laughs> the other memory I have is listening to that story oh. four times on this podcast, and it was different every single time. Gotta, gotta. I'm always rewriting. Yeah. Um, but we had to bring her in to have it pulled out, and she was so freaked out. So Because the adult teeth had to come in, mm. and we didn't want the... the, the it could have caused a, a, like an uh, uh, irreversible gap. So she has this shark tooth, and the dentist is talking to her and put a little Novocaine on a rag right here, was talking to my daughter, pulled it out, never even mentioned that she pulled it out, kept talking, kept talking, kept talking, and goes, okay, you ready for having it pulled out? And my daughter was like, no, no, no. No, no. And she's like, I took it out 30 seconds ago. Oh, wow. And it was, uh, that was amazing. Was good like, dentist. Good for you. We were talking about dead bodies and freezers. How did we get there? Cricket, beer. No, Best Buy. Best Buy. Oh, yes. So we were talking. Aha, I got you to say it. You weren't going to mention them. <laughs> <laughs> and so I quit going to these auditions because I was honestly feeling used. And then yeah. I realized that as a freelance writer, this was happening to me as well. They would bring me in saying, you know, we've got this, this project coming up. Uh, we're thinking about hiring a writer. How would you go about doing this? And, you know, back then I was like, well, I think this would be a good idea. This would be a good idea. You should have led them in a different direction. Then I started asking for lunch. It's like, if we're going to do this, let's do this over lunch. At least let me get a little something out of it. And let this, me feed my belly. This reminded me of when you, Lee Adams, and I went out on Friday. Uh, I was the only one eating. Well, it was like 11 a.m. Yeah, it is. And... <laughs> I ordered uh, like chicken alfredo and pasta for this um, 
interview that I went on. I was going to say you had a hot dog. Nope. That was a different interview. Yep. And they kept talking to me and I thought in the middle of the interview, you, there's no possible way to be professional while spinning pasta on <laughs> your fork and then putting it in your mouth and being like, well, here's. That's better than wings though. You got to chicken wings. <laughs> like chicken wings are so good. And I remember I was on a first date once and we got wings as an appetizer and I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to go about this. Like, nibble, 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 yeah. nibble, nibble, nibble. <laughs> Can't do that sound. Or that just that whole thing where you put the leg in your mouth and you're just like. Yeah, no. It's just sauce all over. It's, oh, that's the worst. That's more like second date. Like, let's really get to know each other. People make fun of me because I'll order boneless wings, which I know are not. But you can, I don't like boneless. Well, ugh. They bone in tastes so much better. Boneless is do, just all breading. They do taste better. It depends where you get them. There's like there was a there was a restaurant by my house. Beautiful. The way that you, they just cut it. It wasn't like a nugget or something that they bought free, mm. and it was fantastic. And then one day they're like, you know what's gonna save us money? Not cutting it. Not cutting it and buying <laughs> nuggets and making it, you cut it with it your was, teeth. It was gross. So no, I, uh, wings are fan. Ooh, I didn't say it. Or great. What are they? You get, fan? The different, you get the different. I'm not saying the word. He has different words that start with fan. Best Buy. And, uh, <laughs> That's like your new pineapples. <laughs> Yikes. Um, or I should I, say safe word. Pineapples got, is mine. Never got the job because I couldn't. I couldn't eat the pasta. Well, why didn't you well, get something more? Sounded good at the time. I know, but you got to think about that stuff. Uh, here's my worst interview story. And it, I'll double it up. I was working for an agency downtown. And at the time, there was a TV special called Dinotopia. I don't know if you remember that at all. But they wanted to make a making of Dinotopia, a 30-minute special to help promote it. And okay. they didn't have enough writers, so they brought me in. And they said, here's some footage from the movie. See if you can kind of try to work it in. The whole point of Dinotopia is no humans have ever been there before. So we don't know how they got there, and, and, and so you got to tell the story. Okay. And here's our idea. Mother Goose. We're going to call it Witness from Dinotopia. It's about someone who went to Dinotopia and comes back to talk about it. Wow. To which I said, you just told me no humans have ever been there before, and the whole movie's about how no one knows this existed. So now you're creating this thing. They're like, just make it work. I'm like, All right, that's my job. Here's the footage we have. The movie hasn't been finished yet. You're, they're still adding all the special effects. So use what you can. Is it just a bunch of people on green screen? Yes. <laughs> You're or, supposed to imagine what they're doing? Yeah, so you have like, uh, you have to have like the main character like, huh, and a dinosaur, <laughs> but the dinosaur is not rendered, so it's just like this weird straw frame coming at him. It's like, oh, I can't use that. So there was about, for a two-hour special, there was maybe 10 minutes of footage that I could use. And so I put this all together. When it came out, they used my intro, which was about a 30 second before they went into it, and then nothing else that was used. Called them. I said, I just want to know how it worked out because I'm looking for full-time work, et cetera, et cetera. Did you like it? Someone wrote back, you know, we got this. He gave us absolutely nothing to work with. Mm -hmm. We had to go back and rewrite everything, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. 30 seconds after that is, I'm sorry, that was supposed to go to my supervisor. <gasps> to which I was like, Everything that you said is true because you gave me nothing to work with. Everything that was in the special uh. were things that you never sent to me because it was completed, but everything that you used was around my frame. Uh. So I had everything ready to go for you. You just had to put it in. Never a response after that. Never a response to that. Two years later, they're looking for a full-time writer. I'm brought in. As I'm interviewing, the woman who's interviewing me not only is eating her lunch, <laughs> because she didn't have time. They, had a, they just realized they had to do a shoot in India. So the phone rang three times during the interview, and she would say, excuse me, and then pick up and then talk to the person, and then come back to me and say, where were we? Professional. And I'm like, I don't... I, um, we were talking compensation? We were... You were... I'm just trying to figure out what this, what this job's about. Right. And you could tell that she, halfway through it, just blanked out and was just going to... And I was like... Thank you. I was nice to meet you. No, we've met before. All right. This, this is not going anywhere. <laughs> and, and nice. Just when no one takes the time to prepare for an interview. Well, for sure. Yeah. I have to go back, though. Have you ever accidentally sent something to someone when you were talking about them? And so that's where your mind went. Send it to them. But 
I something nothing nothing awful, but I, I have. Happened. But I'm going to tell a story because it will, this one doesn't involve me, and I'm not going to include names. But it happened That's in the, the office here. <laughs> uh, we do. I don't know if you've ever like G chat, like on Google Gmail. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of times, instead of just sending emails back and forth to people, we'll just like or get up and go talk to them. It's just sometimes quicker. Just send a little G chat. You can call them too, but. <laughs> there was once <laughs> you text someone and they call you back. It's like, I didn't want to talk to you. That's why I texted you a few years ago. Again, I'm not involved in this. I just heard about the story afterwards and it made me laugh so hard and I felt so uncomfortable. Uh, an employee for the saints had walked into somebody else's office and apparently passed gas, but it didn't say anything. That coworker then went to send a G chat to some other coworker saying, yo, this person just dropped a bomb in my office, but accidentally sent it to the one who passed said gas. <laughs> and he was telling me this story afterwards, and I was like, I was crying. I was laughing so hard because it's so uncomfortable. I mean, everyone passes gas, but it was just like, and the person who got the G chat didn't even respond, didn't even like make a note of it or anything. Oh. Passive aggressive. <laughs> I know it was you who farted. <laughs> don't, call don't call me on it. Uh, so Maybe you have been doing a lot of interviews. Sure. Before we have. talk about that. Okay. Let's, let's role play. Let's pretend, oh. let's pretend I'm I'm interviewing for a position. Okay. Let's see how this would go and see how well I would do. I know you and I have talked about this, but I'm just going to go in not even knowing what a position is. Should I, should I know what a position is? No. Maybe I can just ask that. I'll ask one of the most basic questions. To, there's kind of a two-part. One, what do you know about the Saints? Two, why did you apply for this role? Go. Hi, Sierra. Thanks for seeing me today. <laughs> hey, Josh. Like... Okay, I'm curious, like, what do you know about the Saints, or what uh, spoke to you about this role? You know, I've, I've lived in the Twin Cities my entire life. Um, okay. I, I'm aware of the local sports teams. Uh, All right. But I'm not as interested in that as kind of the experience, they having fun, going out, either with family or friends. Um, and I've always kind of enjoyed the Saints experience that way. Okay. So um, I'm going to be honest with you. I know baseball. I follow baseball. I'm not a hardcore baseball fan. Um, but I am really excited for the opportunity to be part of a team because what you guys do is fun, and I think I would like, I think I would be good at that. Okay, awesome. That sounds great. <laughs> All right, well, here's well, my I'm resume. Not, I'm not going to ask you to go throw the ball on the field, so it doesn't matter if you're a big baseball fan or not. So if someone were, I'm going to break out of the Josh character. If someone okay. were to say, but if you need that, you know, I'm available. Do you like to hear stuff like that? Like, I can throw. I, you know, or is it like... I mean, that's fine. Because okay. that, that comes up when we tell everyone, like, so this is your main job, but there's a whole other bunch of hoopla that comes with it. Because it's minor league baseball. Everybody does everything. And one of the main examples I give is, when it's about to rain, you might be working on a video. Guess what? You stop working on said video. We go pull the tarp on the field. You're the one that helps do that pull it off the field when it's done raining sort of thing. Right. So that's it. Oh, that's people that are like, that sounds so much fun. And you're like, not when you pull it four freaking times in a day and you're delaying the game and then like you're wet, you're cold, you're wet, you're cold, you're hot. It's humid. Like your hair doesn't know what's going on. I can't find my shoes. My socks are <laughs> disgusting because they're filled with dirt. And then you are delayed. You got people asking, when are you going to start the game? I don't effing know. <laughs> I will say one of uh, the things that makes me laugh most is when a tweet will go out in the day. It's like, we know it's going to rain at 3 p.m. <laughs> we'll let you know. And then there's always someone like commenting on that. When will you let us know? Exactly. <laughs> Literally the second you set foot in this ballpark, that's when we're going to tell you because we just want to see you take all this effort to come to a game where we can go, psych. Do you like to have it when people talk about themselves or uh, this is what I can bring or this is what I'm looking for? Meaning, you know, I, I, I saw, you know, so-and-so on the field and they were okay, but I could do that so much better or, you know. Yeah. You know. Unless you give me concrete examples. Like I like examples of what you've done previously in life to how you can make it apply to say I just told you normally the structure is 
have them talk about themselves also learn about their personality. So I'll throw in really random questions to get to know people do that more. So for the intern interviews, just to see what their personality is like. Um, but also do that. I want to learn about, you know, if we're hiring for full-time roles as well, what's your outside life look like? Um, not saying that just because you have kids and family and they're all in sports and you're, you coach their baseball team doesn't mean you can't do this job, but I don't know. It'd be a lot of juggling between the both and it's not necessarily ideal, whatever. Again, if you're the right person, you're the right person. You got the job then. It's just, those are always kind of the side things. Like maybe you have some people on the bubble. It's like looking at some of the other things. Then if some, if two people are tied for that role, sometimes the outside world affects who gets it and who doesn't. Right. Or if like interns, well, one's graduated and one's not, and they both are awesome but I kind of want the graduated one because they can start, you know, before our season starts, not middle of May when they are done with schooling. So, right. One of those things. The, uh, and then, sorry. Okay. And then after the personality stuff, I'll explain the role to them. And then if they have questions, they can ask. Um, but that's also where you take, Oh, so you talked about, you know, doing this at your job, uh, or the, I'd be involved in this when I did this at this other role, it was very similar. And then you tell me exactly why you have experience, but how that uh, pertains to this role. Or how you can learn from that yes. to apply to this role yes. as well. And I think that's really important. So, the, uh, one th- I'm glad you didn't ask me because I've been thinking about this all morning. The, the starting off with the, tell me about yourself. I'm not going to come off and say, hey, I'm a dad of three kids because I think that's a flag. <laughs> you know, for a, lot of, for a lot of people, it's like. <laughs> that sounds like the dating thing that's been going around. Red flag. Have you seen that? No. It's just like, I don't know. Something silly like, oh, they. Oh, my gosh. I can't even think of a dumb one. They listen to Taylor Swift. Whatever. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that sounds like a dating one. Well, I'm a dad of three. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> or I can't even say, hey. I've been working uh, creatively. I've been creating. I've been part of for 30 years. Red flag. Because of the age? The, it's not so much the age as sometimes it's like, here's someone who apparently knows what he's doing because he's been doing it for 30 years. What, okay. what does he require? What does he? And not only that, but sometimes it's really nice to bring someone in who has a little experience to say, okay, we can, I, again, I don't want to use the word mold, but you know, you're now part of a new organization. How are we going to fit you into this and vice versa rather than what are you used to doing? How are you going to do it? Yeah. And I'm going to do it my way. So that's always a red flag as well. Mm-hmm. And um, if I were to show someone my resume for 30 years, it's like, oh, Dairy Queen, you can't keep a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're you said it. You're going to have a, you're gonna have but a lot. But that's the other thing, though. Mine's tailor, tailor your resume to what job you're applying for. So you, you said Taylor Swift. I was like, Taylor, oh, no. you don't need to put every no. experience. Put the ones that pertain to the role that you are applying for. Don't care that you worked at McDonald's no. 23 years ago. And, and the other one is just kind of keep it recent as well. Yeah. Even though stuff that I did back in 97 is really cool. Who cares? Mm. Who, you know, I'm not going to pull out my old country buffet trifold you know, uh, advert that I made hiring new managers. No, not mm. only is that company not around, that's not a yeah, good... Yeah, what happened to them? I think I only ate there once in life, but my parents it was overwhelming. It. So we would do it once or twice a year. But it is overwhelming. It's like, do I cram everything on one plate and so now my chocolate pudding is running into my Caesar salad? Ugh, chocolate pudding. Gross. Or do I... Go, you say Caesar salad? Caesar salad. I'm trying to think what are the two things that don't sound good together. <laughs> Or do I go up and grab multiple plates so someone who's here is like, what's that? That person needs to like settle or down or something is this that person let, eating for the week? Oh, they have lobster at Old Country Buffet? That sounds like it's fresh caught and cooked to perfection. So I want some of that. That sounds like E. coli. Any. 20 hours later. Any buffet with seafood or that's been sitting out. I mean, just listening to you, I got food poisoning. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, things like that at the time looked good, but it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to write trifold manager specials right now. So I'm not going to keep it. Okay. I'm not going to put it on there, but it's, it's difficult because you want, 
part of you wants to say, I'm, th this goes back to the, okay, you've done a lot of stuff. Do you do any of it really well? well? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's, is there a saying for that? Something about jack, jack of all trades. Yeah, but you don't want to be a jack of all trades. No. It, if, um, what would it, what would the rest of the saying be then? Oh, it's a jack of all trades, master of none. Ah, uh, but you want, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So if you were to ask me, what do you like to do? Create. If you were to ask me specifically, what do you like to create? I'm like, I really like brainstorming with a group. I, if, but sometimes we don't have the time to brainstorm because you need an answer immediately. Mm -hmm. And I will let you know that I've already brainstormed two or three in my head. And I'm going to present to you with what I think is the best okay. right now. So if you need me to take lead, I will. But if you ask me what I like to do, I like to create with a group until we're all like, because that way you come up with the best possible. Right. Um, rather than, than what needs to be done. For sure. Oh. Jack of all trades, master of none, though often better than a master of one. Never heard that second part of that. Me neither. Saying as well. Adam Savage from Mythbusters. So he must have added that on. Oh. Do I? Do you agree with it? Better than master of one. I mean, yes, maybe of one, but I think you. People should really hone in on like they probably have three to five skills or things that they are really good at, and the rest maybe they can be decent at. Like me. Um, let's talk sports. I used to play volleyball and basketball. I tried playing ping pong the other day and I was awful. I gave myself a concussion. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> we no. played Friday. So there's a ping pong table here in the players lounge. I went and bought uh, Marvel decorations because we want to start hosting birthday parties there. Okay. Because like literally right across the hall is the batting cage. Like how cool would that be for oh, a kid's birthday awesome. party? Yeah. We have this party room and then batting cages, right? So I set it up, and then while we were waiting for Rob to, uh, he had to make a slide to put on the TV, like, happy birthday, Eric, or whatever, Zane and I were like, Zane, well, let's just not say, I didn't want to play ping pong, but he's like, come on, we'll play until he gets back. I think swing three I had. I <laughs> took the battle, and I went for the ball, and I went, oh, wait, what? I went up so far, missed the ball, I hit myself on my hairline, I had probably the size of almost a golf ball, goose egg. Like I hit my head that hard and it was not the flat part. It was the side part. And I still have a bruise there. And I was like, granted, I did have heels on. So it's not like I was like spry and like ready to play, but also <laughs> realized, yeah, these are just one of those things I'm not going to put in my three to five, like really good things that I can do. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> I love the fact that you saw it opening. You're like, I need to hit this thing as hard as I can. <laughs> so I, I tried to take tennis in college because I had to take five gym classes, just part of my major. And I, I don't know, I wanted to take ones that I didn't really play growing up. I didn't play tennis. Um, I want to say it was during the volleyball season. That's why. Oh, also <laughs> skill, lack of skill. That's another reason I didn't play tennis. Man, I remember the first couple of times I hit the ball, it like soared to the back wall. And they're like... Yeah, you want to hit it hard, but like you, you got to angle it. And so then I and then I felt so I grew up kind of a tomboy. I felt so, quote unquote, I don't want to say girly because that's probably not a term that you're supposed to use. Just more feministic playing because I had like, I can barely touch this. So it just goes over. But I've never felt more like, huh. Oh, <laughs> now you're making the tennis noises. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, that's what I would want to do. <laughs> that's when it just soared to the back wall, and I was like, "I'm never going to win this game." What is what is the new game? It's probably not new. I'm just old. That you have four people in a wood paddle. It's duck pickleball. Pickleball. Is that? Yeah. Can you slam that, or is that? I know we had to play in high school. I don't remember that it was with a net, right? I believe so. Yeah. Someone was just talking about pickleball the other day. I'm like, I have never heard of that in my life. My favorite class in high school is like once you're one of your electives, but I took it every single semester, no matter what competitive sports. Like I loved that class. I good. think we played, you know, you'd have a unit on pickleball, a unit on badminton, volleyball, basketball might've been a thing too. Have you ever played know. racquetball? Uh, I think so. Racquetball, I think might, and, and, unless you're hitting yourself in the head with a racket, it is, <laughs> you can hit the ball at any wall to get it to the front one. So you can yeah. hit it out the back. 
you're smacking, you're running into walls, oh, you're wait, running maybe into each I other. Haven't. It's fun. I've played handball, not team handball, but the one that you slap it with your hand. Have you ever played that? That was another one of my college classes because I signed up for it thinking it was team handball, which I was like, oh, I've played this as a kid. That'd be fun. I'd, then I get like what you're supposed to buy for the class. I had to buy specs, like goggles. Uh, I had to buy gloves and, um, oh gosh, what, I can't remember what else, but I showed up and they like, it was just a little ball and it's one-on-one and you, it's like racquetball, but you slap the ball across to the, uh, wall. I was one of two females in the class. And so guess who always had to play each other? Me and her. And they also <laughs> thought I was good enough. They wanted me to play on the college team. Like it was a club sport. They're like, we really actually could use you. And I was like, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, is there a scholarship with that? Is <laughs> Seriously. Yikes. Ugh, good stuff. what you did in college. Handball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, man. I want to say I took it at like, I was an early bird. I still am, too. So I think it was like an 8 a.m. class. Like, no. Good stuff. I did get to take bowling in and college. That was the awful. professors, I am not kidding you, were all mid-70s and above. They were the oldest men, but they had been playing handball for like the last 40 years. Sarah, you want to come join the team? <laughs> all mustached up. And they would like, um, oh man, when they would demonstrate how to do things, like they still could do it way better than me because like they practiced this skill forever. But you just, man, I have, my body would just hurt the way it looked at watching them try to run because their joints just like, I don't know. They got their knee braces on. Their sweatband. Do they have knee braces with the the white shorts that almost <laughs> went to them, and maybe a headband? A sweatband, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good for white them. White crew neck socks. Let's go. Wow. What are we talking about? We were talking. Oh, we were talking. I think racquetball would be good for you. Maybe. But um, have you ever? Have you ever? This is the one I hate is uh, badminton. Oh yeah. Because no matter how hard you hit it, you're like yeah, <laughs> yeah. The shuttlecock. The shuttlecock. That's why yeah. it was the fun one to play in call or high school. You miss it. It's three to four. Here we go. The thump. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Peterson. Josh just hit me with his cock. Shuttlecock. Shuttlecock. <laughs> Have you ever about Jai? Is it Jai Ali? G Ali? That is. It's almost like um, racquetball, but you have a weird curved. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I but, don't know what it's called. But that uh, whatever the Jai Ali ball can travel at like 90 miles an hour. Makes sense. <laughs> I was going to say, Joey's impressed by that. What? <laughs> no, look it up. It's it's really <laughs> insane. And one of those things you don't want to get hit with as opposed to a, a feather-bound shuttlecock hitting you at <laughs> half a mile an hour. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, if you get hit by it, that's your fault. Like, that takes so long to travel to you. Come on. Actually, you can spike those things down. You can. The shuttlecock? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's when you go, like, in the up motion, then yeah, it's going to take a little rainbow curve. But when you're slamming it at the net, that's going to go... I know, but the, the chances of you getting four people that can actually play it well, there's always you know, true. two that do okay, one that's really good, and then one who just has one who just, no idea ah! what to, It's like, God, <laughs> stop but if you ever watch, uh, if you ever watch that in the Olympics or ping pong in the Olympics, oh yeah, ping pong is insane. I don't. I, this this is all computer generated animation. No one moves that fast. No one can understand. I don't. I don't believe that. Yeah. One bit. Cool. Let's have. <laughs> can we just bring the ping pong table out to the middle of the? I'm not playing anymore. No, just during a promotion. Like here yeah, we go. I just get I just, everyone really excited. I about made. It. I played a couple more after that. Like we played for maybe five minutes, but I finally I was like. Zane, you got to call some other guy in the office to come play you because I need to sit down. <laughs> when you were talking about giving yourself a concussion, part of me was really hoping that the ball was just out of your reach. So you actually dove onto the table, which then folded onto each other like a giant Pac-Man. And, just, <laughs> and I got and your, and eaten feet, up. Yeah, and just the high heels are kicking out of the side. Oh, gosh. And that you, totally would happen to me, though, too. And you got to just come out, drop the, <laughs> the paddle, and walk away. <laughs> Bailey, out. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. All right. Could we do a cricket appreciation day? Sure. Sometime during the season? Sure. Like, we'll just go out and this is how you do it. And just Maybe it should just be another silent game because crickets. Crickets. <laughs> like the saying. 
We were talking about interviewing. Interviews. Can you have any stories? Not not from the particular ones because they may be listening. Because <sighs> I know not all of them knew what the saints were or do or can be. But someone I'm not kidding. Someone I interviewed last week didn't know it was a baseball team. Did they just see the position and thought, "Hey, I'm good for this"? Sure, but did zero research. And again, if you didn't grow up in Minnesota, not even hearing about the team, I'm I understand that. If you grew up in Minnesota. I kind of expect that you have at least heard about the Saints. You don't need to. I'm a you don't big need to fan know of the Saints. Anything. I mean, I haven't been to the new stadium. First of all, it's a ballpark. Second of all, seriously, somebody, how big a fan somebody are you? Somebody said that to me that they're like, I love Saints games. Like, oh, they're just so much fun. Like, I love going to them. And then they finish with, well, I haven't been to the new ballpark. And mind you, we're on season eight of this ballpark. We can't so even call it you new anymore. Love these games, but you haven't been to one in seven years. Come on, that's you don't love them. Then stop blowing smoke up my butt. No, like, no, no, no. I watch it on TV all the time. No, you what don't. Channel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but the, you still, you, again, you don't need to know much about the Saints. But if you don't know much about the Saints or any job, you are supposed to research the company before your interview. That is like a universal knowledge, isn't it? I would think it is. If I You wouldn't to, go into school and take a test and go, what, what's the subject on today? What, well, what I wouldn't we? say, hmm, say I wanted to work for Irish Spring. <laughs> I would look up different facts on Irish Spring just to figure out, like, that way, if they do ask me something, I have more knowledge for it. Did you know that Irish Spring's not actually Irish? <laughs> I will say. It's I, a soap. I do. That leaves residue on your body. I love the smell of the soap. And I don't know if you remember the, the commercials. From really? The 70s. They would always, they would wake up and they're just groggy and groggy and groggy. And they smell the soap and their eyes would open up. And every time I take a shower with Irish Spring, I have to smell the soap. I was like, For a, smells good, but I'm not awake. I'm still. I want to say a two-year stint on Irish Night, Brian and I would come up with a a relay race with really slippery Irish spring soap that they had to, that was the baton. <laughs> it it didn't go as funny as I thought it was going to go in my head. Funny in theory. Yeah. Maybe when you, like, we didn't lather it up enough. Soap carving or something like that. Do you, so. do you remember those, they were little tubes that were rubber and you would try to hold on them and then it would slip through your, yeah. your fingers. Yeah. You'd get them at the arcade. Yeah. W- wiggly worms or something like that. And, but then they would get all dusty and linty yes. and then just really gross. And now you, but they were kind of also like the Chinese finger thing. Yeah. Cause you could put your finger through yeah. the middle, which also Chinese, what are those called? Chinese finger trap. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. My I fingers th- would always finger get, trap. Yeah. mine would always, always get stuck in there. Like, for longer than it should have. Then I'd start sweating, but I couldn't wipe the sweat off my forehead because my fingers were stuck. <laughs> now I have an image of you with your fingers stuck in a finger trap playing, trying to play ping pong <laughs> in high heels. Might as well. <laughs> okay, some, let's give, give me some stories over the last few years. Have there ever been an interview like, oh. within 10 seconds you're like, no. But then, oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I've had a, lo- a lot. I don't know. It's Again, it's what? the people that don't understand what they're applying for kind of what's what's every what is the one thing that right away you're like don't don't be overly friendly don't be don't be kiss assy um ass kissy i don't know which way that goes i don't know if i have an overall number one don't is there a voice that drives you nuts there's just a there's a no there's a few things that again they're just typical interview etiquette like you should dress up for it no matter what the role is like i don't know you should know a little bit about the place you are interviewing with um and come prepared with questions i might answer them you know whilst talking but um i have one story it's not a bad one though this is a good one this is probably my favorite to overall interview i've ever had with somebody and also the best answer that i've ever heard okay um Giving a little shout out to Mason Cho. He was an intern 2020. Um, So he was a full-time intern. (laughs) Mason is from South Korea. Yeah. Yes. That's the not as mean one, right? That's the good Korea. Yeah. 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 That's where he's from. So he's going to the University of Minnesota to complete his undergrad. Um, Started off going, then had to go back because everyone in South Korea has to... um, 
be enlisted in the military for like a year or two. So he had to go back and do that. And then he came back to finish it up. Um, but this was on his second portion. Uh, (laughs) I asked him, have you like, you've been to a couple places in the United States. Where's one place you haven't been that you really want to go? His response, Miami, because the rappers speak highly of it. It was, and imagine with like his sort of, he spoke pretty good English, but broken up a little bit. It, it was literally the funniest comment I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, and he was dead serious. Like, he goes, you know, like, Pitbull. Like, you are so pure. I love you. Also talked to him about when he was, like, uh, enlisted in the military. Like, how did how did you like it or did you not? Like, what, what was the worst part? And he goes, oh, shooting guns. I no good at bang bang. Huh. <laughs> it's like... Hired. You're hired. Yeah. Like, I just, I want to learn so much from you. And I I did. He brought in, I didn't have it. He brought in some banana milk for Zane to try. And Zane said it wasn't bad. But, yeah. I liked it until, this kid. until you pointed the side of the can out. Yeah. There's so much wrong on that side of the can. But I get, we get, I could probably have stories for days on silly answers or answers I hear all the time. Like, people, when you say, uh, how would your friends describe you? And... People will use the same words every single time, like hard worker. And it's like your friends would not describe you as a hard worker. That's not something you would say. But another one, Tom's an asshole. The, <laughs> the main one, funny. All my friends, uh, funny, uh, caring and hard worker. Well, that's two words, but you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And everyone always says that after they say hard worker. That's two. Anyways, I'm like, oh, so you're funny. Zane really likes to call people out, but I'll do it too. Like. Tell me a joke. And they're like, um, uh, I guess I don't, uh, I don't really like have like jokes, but I'm more like conversationally funny. And it's just like, well, you haven't made me laugh this entire, you haven't made me laugh this entire time. So are you though? Everyone thinks they're funny. You, when the first season that I was here, you would say, tell me a joke. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I didn't quite I like dad jokes I, I didn't well I wasn't dad jokes back then I had I have to because if you were to ask me for a joke right now I would have five none of them I could say right now if I just met you you know it's like that's, are they inappropriate oh yeah they're totally inappropriate um, and, and um, though I quickly learned that this is a good place to be for inappropriateness inappropriate going back to what you what you said I think that's ideal and why I really enjoy being around the interns is what are you bringing here that doesn't exist in my life right now. Yeah. Granted, a lot of it is youth and enthusiasm and energy and... Seriously. Well, sometimes youth... Dang, Shogo this year? Are from, are, he's from Japan. Also an awesome yeah. like person. I learned a lot from that kid. So did you. You would learn uh, Japanese, Japanese words every day yeah. from him. But it was not until, I want to say, maybe August. I was talking to him. Maybe it was July. He's 33. He's my age. And I had no idea. I thought he was like 23, maybe, <laughs> if that. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I think he got asked for when you following game day interns. And that's when I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I had no idea. I don't know. So it's just, and it's also, it's stories like Mason and Shogo. Like Shogo wanted to come to America because he loves Japanese baseball. And he thinks that it's dying out there because uh, X, Y, Z. And he's like, the games just aren't fun. Like, I want to go to America where they have wacky promotions and I want to learn from them so I can bring it back to Japanese baseball to try and get, you know, fan engagement up. And so it's like, it's stories like and that about people. And a long-term goal is fantastic yes. as well, yeah. And you're like, dang, I should, you should be, like, I should be paying you or something to come, like, work here. <laughs> Because you're making which me is an ideal learn candidate. even more. And when you go away and you come back and you tell us what you've done with your life. Yeah. Well, granted, I won't know your name or remember your face, but... Oh, we'll always remember Shogo. Shogo. Oh. Did I tell you when I was, I was over at the University of Minnesota, there's a new eating complex. I don't know what it is. You go in there, you get a credit card. You can pour your own draft beer. There's like six, seven different restaurants. Everything goes on the card. The night I was there was packed. I'm going to say... Four, five, six hundred people all spread out, all outside. I turn around. Was it Malcolm Yards? I think so. I think that's what it that's is. That's so funny because me, I'm meeting up with some friends on Saturday and somebody goes, has anyone been to Malcolm Yards? 
on a text, and I was going to Google it later. Great place. It was it was so much fun. Would it be cold, though, in this time of year? You, that, you I just got to layer up? You can eat inside. I'm just kidding. Okay. But if you want to eat... Uh, we don't have eat. to talk about this we right now. But she'll go out of nowhere, because he just happened to be walking by outside and saw me inside and was able to pick me out of like 400 people. Wow. And Were you standing on a bar stool? <laughs> See, my <laughs> ideal boss. Um, no, suddenly yeah, What's your ideal work environment? I feel like we could do a part two of this interview yeah. stuff. Ideal work environment. Um, you don't have to answer it now. You can finish your story. N- nothing. Just someone who I hadn't <laughs> seen. You don't have an ideal work environment. Not yet. <laughs> Just big hug. Just a big hug from Shogo. Oh. And it was- he was happy you to see are me. I was so notorious for having two somewhat conversations going on at the same time, but you will respond where you think you're talking about the other one, but your mind has changed to this, the second one that we haven't been talking about in a second. Yeah. My work environment. So, I want big hugs <laughs> all the time. Yes. <laughs> let, Can you imagine that if I just walked in? It's like, hey, Sierra. Hey, Anna. Derek. Dude. Come, come give me. Honestly, COVID was one of the best things that ever happened because I actually, I am a hugger, but every once, there's a time and a place, but we have a fan that he loves giving hugs and it's just like, <sighs> please just please stop. I don't know. So COVID but, was kind of great. We we're like, Hey, elbows. <laughs> I do miss sis, sister Roz hugs. Oh yeah. Those are for, those are for all day, every day. Dude, I will tell you right now. But Shogo gave you a hug. Shogo gave me a okay, hug. Okay, great. That um, story done. Sorry. I'm, I'm completely blanking out on, it was our uh, catcher in 2019. Wasn't Martinez. When they won the championship, yep. Uh, we had always been very friendly throughout the season, and everyone would kind of laugh and smile at each other. Josh Allen and I had our bits. I turn around. We had not really spoken. Dude, <laughs> bear hugged me, had me up in the air. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. This is weird, but... I, Take me there. <laughs> I'm, part, I'm part of whatever this celebration is, because sometimes you feel like an outsider. Oh, yeah. Because, believe it or not, they played the game. They're yeah. the ones who won oh, yeah. it, no matter if we win or That's lose. That's what people always be like after it. They'll be like, oh, congrats on the championship. Like, you'd be in meetings, and it's like, I like to tell people, like, yeah, I did everything. I, yeah, did. I, I did it all. I did. It's all because of me. I hit that grand slam. Yeah. I, it was because of me. Actually, 2019 <laughs> really was because Uh-oh. of me. Uh-oh. We made the battery die. We talked so long because I didn't watch any of the great moments of 2019. I had to wait to death. That's true. Video. Um, all right. Yeah, let's talk about work environment. <laughs> right now? Nope. Oh, next time. Next time. And so, uh, if you need to walk away with any gemlets of wisdom from today's episode. I don't like gemlets. Check your freezer in the basement for bodies. Is gemlets moving. a word? No, that's just something I knew I it. Up years it reminds me of gremlin, but also not. How about a, a nugget of knowledge? There you go. I like nugget. You want to... You want to walk away with something. Or like Sarah's when people a hugger, say nougat. nougat. <laughs> My grandma used to. She used to, it was so sweet. You remember when like Schwann's used to be a thing? Mm-hmm. I don't yellow, know if they still are. Went, there's a couple, but they're creepy now. In North Dakota, like we'd always go stay for a week because that's where my parents grew up. And my grandma would always prepare for when we'd come because she'd always get the ice cream bars with, and she'd call it with the uh, like caramel and heath or something inside. You know, the nougat's inside. <laughs> It's just so sweet where you're just like, gross, gross. Yeah, nougat isn't a good sounding sounding word. She's so sweet. Uh, Anyways, oh, I like hugs. I do, depending on who's giving them. A giant ping pong table. (laughs) Josh. Yes. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what you talked about this. You like to create. I like to I like to, I like to create. I don't like to tell people that I have kids or that I'm correct uh, that you have thirty aged. years of knowledge. <laughs> thirty. I have thirty years of knowledge in my head. Yeah. Um, no, I would. I, I, workspace would be great. But we're out of time. Yeah, you think about it. Tell me next time. I will. But before we go, let's see if I can get this right. This okay. Has been funny in theory, a Saint Paul Saints promotional podcast that you can find wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Find us at hashtag funny in theory. We didn't do it right. <laughs> no, at funny in theory. Three N's. 
I don't have to look this up. I just get a link that Joey Scarry sends me, and I uh, click that. Sarah, if you wanted you to find this. don't need an at hashtag. Get that out of your brain. That's what you say. You keep saying it that way. Oh, no. At okay. hashtag. Okay, let's let's clear this up. You can find us. At Funny in Theory. At Funny in Theory. I'm not. Yes. The hashtag is if they want to use it, great. I don't think anyone has used it at all. I don't think anyone's commented. <laughs> well, a couple, couple comments. No, we're losing, an, we're losing an audience, but we're starting to gain them overseas. Joey showed me the, the geographical math. I can't remember. Where did you just show Was me? Was it a bunch of really angry cricket players? Yeah. Do you know people in Germany? I do. Oh, do you have them listen to this? I, I don't actively like, hey, if you miss me, <laughs> listen to this. Uh, hey, she makes fun of him just like we used to. <laughs> Subscribe, comment, ask us a question, share, and listen some more. Yeah, sure. Great. And and if you're interviewing... We have a lot of with, fruit flies in this with, office right now. With Sierra. Be prepared to show that's how it. you're fun. That's it. Just be prepared. Be prepared. Great. Thanks. Bye. 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 Your light shine like it's never shined before. As music rolls on into the night, let's digest this rhythm. As it changes our lives, can't you feel the way we're today? We're in the days of For the fun of the game. Let your light shine like it's never shined before.